Hello friend, I am Maria and welcome to the Conversations with My Higher Self podcast. This show is about spirituality, consciousness, and the inner workings of the universe at large. My partner Sergey uses hypnosis to bring me into a deep theta state where I get a chance to connect with my higher self. He then interviews me to uncover a wealth of knowledge about higher realms, celestial beings, and various energetic practices. Enjoy! Could you please tell me what does spirit animal mean? Sure, so every human has a spirit animal, or should I say every incarnation has a spirit animal. A spirit animal is either a fictitious or a real animal that is vibrating at the frequency of the mission of this incarnation that you came into. The reason it's called the spirit animal is because it's literally assigned by your spirit or your soul to watch over a particular incarnation to make sure that you're moving in the desired direction. So a spirit animal is A, your helper, B, your guide, but also your challenge. Because it would always push you in the direction of what's next. It would always inspire you to go out of your comfort zone. It would always move you towards the progress and towards the North Star that was defined by your higher self, if you will. So that's a spirit animal. Hmm. And There's generally one main one, although you could have more than one. And the spirit animal, like I said, is assigned by your soul, and it is particular to the path that you're on. Now, for certain souls, there might be a soul desire that is vibrating at a frequency of a particular animal. So you might share that animal across incarnations. It is not uncommon for certain souls to have hundreds of incarnations, all under the protection of the same spirit animal. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. And um, how does it exactly work? Even if you don't know about the existence of this animal, it still helps you. So the spirit animal is here for the most part to challenge you. It's to get you out of your comfort zone. It's not the same thing as helping. Helping is for totem animals. Ah, that's interesting. Yeah. So that is something that will help you reach higher or rather like like you know shake you up so you like do what you said you were going to do it's like a little bit of a reminder so very often there is some type of message that's encapsulated and connected to by your own spirit by your own higher self would be connected to that animal so it is one of the ways that you would get those intuitive hits and messages like almost like a memory you might see that animal in a book and all of a sudden like some realization, some revelation hits you and you didn't put the two and two together. But what ended up happening is there is a message that's attached to this particular animal. Mm-hmm. And why you, why do you need this animal in the first place? Because you could get this hits from your higher self, for example. 
not everything and not everybody is able to communicate with their higher self and understand all the communication that's coming through. Mm -hmm. So your higher self would find objects that you could come across within this 3D realm as a reminder. So it's like a code. And then once you come across that animal, you start unpacking that code. Whether you're able to connect to your higher self or you're not able. So it's just like an extra reminder from, from the top of what you're meant to be doing. Mm-hmm. Got it. And uh, by knowing your spirit animal, can it help you in any way? By knowing your spirit animal, it would help you stay on course. By knowing and being in touch, being in tune, trying to understand, trying to learn it, communicating with it, right? So there's like a whole, there are many facets to knowing an animal. Just knowing what species it is does not, does not really truly mean you know it. Right. But yes, it would help you stay on the course like a compass uh-huh. in some ways. And sometimes, you know, it, it could pull you in the right direction intuitively if you're open to it. Like it could, it could aid in decision making, for instance. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you want to connect uh, with this animal and uh, learn about that, what would be uh, the first steps? So what you want to do, and we can do like a little meditation slash exercise. So you want to imagine a beautiful castle. A beautiful castle somewhere in the fields or wherever it feels right. And you want to imagine yourself entering the castle and going up to the very, very, very top floor of that castle. So there's like a long winding like ladder of steps that you climb up. It takes you a while to get there. And then you open the little door and you enter a very beautiful, well-lit, spacious place. And it's lit by this beautiful golden white light and has windows, floor-length windows, and this room is round. And in the middle of the room, there stands a creature. And you want to meet that creature. That creature is your spirit animal. So whatever you see first in that room, sometimes you would see more than one creature, so that's okay. You know, whatever you see in that room would be a spirit animal. So you want to introduce yourself Uh, You want to ask your spirit animal for its name and for any kind of message that it has for you, right? Really, a lot you could tell from probably what the animal is because remember, like, by the fact and the virtue of you even seeing that animal, certain codes are going to start getting activated. Certain memories are going to start coming back to you in terms of what is it you're meant to do. You really want to pay special attention to what kind of animal that is. You know, what are the characteristics of that animal? You might even want to, you know, if you don't fully or if you're not fully aware of what the animal stands for, what its habits are, you want to read up on it. You know, literally read up as much as you can about this this animal so you could get to know what makes it special, what makes it tick, you know, what does it live for. Is it a predator? You know, is it an animal that likes to conquer things? There's a reason why it shows up as your spirit animal. 
you know, that's, and that probably means that there is a little bit of a conqueror in you or your higher self wants you to explore that aspect a little bit more. Or is it a very nice herd type animal like a cow or maybe a goat? You know, you want to A, not be judgmental. If you see an animal that you don't like, <laughs> there's probably something about that animal that you're not fully aware of. There is some aspect of that animal that you're not fully aware of. There is another reason why you might not like your spirit animal. And that is if you're completely off your path. If you're disappointed about what you see in that room, it's like a warning sign and it's like a bell. That probably means that you're not in touch with what you came here to do. Even more reason to study what the animal is all about. And then you can also ask that animal for any type of guidance or any type of advice. And you could ask it to stay in your vicinity and, you know, send you intuitive nudges whenever you're making choices or communicate to you during dreams. So it's all about opening that free flow of communication with the animal. Hmm, nice. And uh, in what cases would you come to this animal like during the meditation? In like, what would be the practical side of this communication if you need advice and wisdom that is connected to your higher purpose if you don't know what choice to make and you don't know which choice is going to lead you to where you're trying to go or if you're not sure what your purpose is if you're confused why you came if your life doesn't have meaning all th like things like that or if you feel stuck if you mm. feel like you don't know what you know what else to do. So all kinds of bigger mission and meaning questions could be addressed to your spirit animal. Mm. Got it. That's really cool. And uh, is there anything else uh, we should know about spirit animal? It is actually really helpful if you always want to stay on track mm -hmm. to surround yourself with images of that animal in real life. Like... If there were pins with this animal you can buy or little images, photos, pictures, you know, it could be helpful, especially in the beginning when you're just trying to connect with those energies. You want to be surrounded by that animal as much as is possible, right? So hmm. put them on the wallpaper of your phone, hmm. frame the picture of that animal, like do what you need to do. Yeah. If you can get that animal as a pet, go for it. You're not going to regret it. Oh, Within that's... reason. Yeah. No need to get like an elephant. Right. I was thinking about an elephant. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. Awesome. Could you please tell me what is totem animal? Yeah. So totem animal, as opposed to the spirit animal, is something that is a protector animal for your for one of your ancestry lines. So it's not it does not really belong to your higher self, but it does belong to your ancestors. So totem animals generally run deep connections with your lineages. There's generally a history with either your mother or father line with every totem animal that you would have. Because there are so many different people and because you have too many not too many, because you have two lineages, you generally have multiple totem animals so totem animals are the ones that you could drive the actual strength from or the actual qualities from so basically say that you know one of the totem animals of your family is a bear 
you know, bear is representative of raw strength, but also harmony. Harmony in nature is also like a very much a bear quality. So, you know, if you want to draw on any of the qualities that are inherent in all of your totem animals, you can draw on them in different times of your life. Like it doesn't have to, like the bear doesn't always have to live in you. And that's the beauty of a totem animal because the connection runs so deep. You can always just revert to that animal when the time is right. Like when you need the help of that animal in the moment. And literally you could sense an instant shift of energy. The way you find out about what your totem animals are is imagine you're in, in the castle, right? And we were just upstairs with your spirit animal. You want to go down the ladder. You want to go down to the very first floor and you want to find a, a hole with a lot of doors. Each door would be your totem animal or your totem plant, right? So either an animal or a plant that your ancestry is really connected with. So your totem animals and plants generally are the plants that have made a vow, like a sacred vow, to serve and protect your particular lineage and every single person within that lineage. It's actually a really, really fun exploration. So if you go down the hallway and you open the door, you know, the doors are going to be on the right and on the left. All the doors on the left would symbolize your mom's side of the lineage. On the right would be the dad side of the lineage. So you want to open the door and inside every door, there's just going to be one animal or one plant. So you want to connect to the energy of that plant because that would be your totem plant or animal. You know, if it's a, a plant, those the energies of those plant plants would be very healing to you personally. So, you know, you want to make sure that you either grow that type of plant in your garden or you eat it if it's an edible plant. So things like that. If it's an animal, again, you need to study everything about that animal, what qualities they have, and you can call on them in the time of need. So that's like the big, big picture totem animals. Hmm, that's interesting. But again, what if you don't like what you see? It's again like, uh, or actually, can an in insect be absolutely and uh, like yeah. a kind of fish? Yes. Right, yeah. and if you see, for example, fish, and you're like, oh. I don't like this totem animal. What does it mean? So that that probably means that you're in denial with a particular aspect of yourself or your own strength. Mm -hmm. So your totem animal is never your enemy. Yeah. So for people who are either scared of what they see or they dislike what they see, they're either... So there's generally some type of split within their own consciousness where they're not... They, they haven't really done parts work. They haven't really integrated what they need to be integrating. Hmm. Because every totem animal and plant is vibrationally your match, whether you want it or not. So if you're seeing something in there that you're scared of or you dislike strongly, you dislike some aspect of yourself that this total an totem animal stands for. So examine what it stands for. You can even Google it. Like every animal has like 20 different things it stands for. And you want to get really present about what particular aspect of that animal you notice in yourself and potentially you don't like about yourself. You would need to integrate that particular part because otherwise it's, it's kind of like missing a limb. If you're in denial of something and that is a strength of your ancestry line, you're not going to 
be leveraging all of your powers in mm. your life. So you would be missing a big chunk of your powers. Mm-hmm. And that is actually like a really, really good way to find out if, if you have created some type of split in your psyche that's not serving you is by understanding what your animals are and, and how you feel in regards to them. If you are fully in touch with yourself and your lineage, as you explore all of these total anim- total totem, sorry, animals and plants, it would make a lot of sense. Like you would open that door, you would see what's behind you, like it makes so much sense. Hmm. Like I really like I know I'm vibing with this. Yeah. You know, it could be a bird, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. That's how it should feel. So and how do you connect uh, and how do you call this totem animal? Uh, like when you need help, for example. Well, it depends on the animal, of course. Yeah. All animals have their own strength and they symbolically represent something. They stand for something. Mm-hmm. So depending on what that is, you would call that animal when when you're doing something. Like a bear would be raw strength. A camel would be resilience. Mm-hmm. A scarab beetle would actually be hard work, but also connection to spirit. You know, so depending on what you need, what you need help with, you would call in the particular totem animal. Mm-hmm. Got it. For example, you're working on something or like you're writing something, right? Yeah, and you, you need either just... some type of energy or some type of some type of assistance. So that's when you would call a totem animal. Now again, all of them take a vow to serve and protect. So if you're missing a like you don't have enough strength to feel or like a particular kind of aspect is missing you can always call up on that animal and ask it to lend that aspect of itself to you for some time oh to lend yeah mm-hmm. uh-huh that's interesting the way it would feel is like that animal would stand behind you kind of yeah yeah so it's not that this animal is gonna do the work for you but you lend this energy from them Correct. And also, how do you know if you've integrated something? So if you imagine standing, right, like just your body, like close your eyes and imagine standing, and you want to see what's behind you, all of your totem animals that you have a relationship with are going to be behind you right then and there, like at your fingertip, because their energy flows into your energy. They're kind of like your backbone. If there is a totem animal that you've seen, but they're not behind you, that means that you have not done the work to integrate that animal and they're not part of your energy arsenal. So there is more work that needs to be done. Oh, got it. And now, and then you start like connecting and understanding the animal. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Got it. That's cool. That's really helpful. And uh, now I'm going to end our session. I'm very grateful for the information you provided us today. I'm asking the higher self to visit to where it belongs with much love and much thanks for the help and information it has been given Maria today. I know she's really going to appreciate it. Now I want all the consciousness and personality of Maria to once again return and fully integrate back into the body completely.